Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. Joining my Lord Dolly Boy, what? Michael Hover from What Culture to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. <laughs> we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Smackdown, but also Raw, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet to like a head to SmackDown tonight and all the fallout from Elimination Chamber. All the fallout from Elimination Chamber, yes. But perhaps more importantly, uh, all the things now to come on the absolutely conclusive 100% road to WrestleMania. There's nothing left in the way. different this week that well i was sort of in saluting with you uh you know what i enjoyed about that that Wilborn was a nice entrance into a podcast <laughs> oh god i will let this go eventually i will uh, you mentioned elimination chamber and it brought it back from yes the uh, that's understandable um i just took a nice picture of us saluting that i'm not going to post for like six months because like my face is a bit fat in that um <laughs> want to see my face not fat check out my account from yesterday god, where i yeah. stumbled upon a picture of us recording not even in a studio surround that might have been familiar to some, which was when we kind of like made the corner of the old office, where you and Maury would do the news, yeah, yeah. and where we would sometimes record Get the Tables. Not even that. Not even in the first version of the studio here, which got rejigged a bit when we launched the YouTube channel last year. No, no, no. In 2017, in the room where the where you and some of the other presenters would do the uh, the voiceovers for the lists, yeah. for the, you know, whatever, the whys or whatnot. But stream in there, we'd stream yeah. in there, yeah. But not the green screen side, no. the glass window side. Yeah, so you could see uh, other what culture employees awkwardly walk past, then realise they were on camera and look busy. It's like how in the American office um, they have so like if you've got a talking head where the window is looking into the office, poor old like Leslie David Baker who plays Stanley has got to be like in the shot the whole time. Yes. He has to be like in the set looking like he's doing his work because otherwise the office setting looks empty behind them. We thought that was an effective visual aid when in reality we probably should have used, hmm, I don't know, the multiple visual aids that yes. we could have done. And it's many uh, people going, what's Chris Thompson editing in the background there? Mega exclusive video content that was because it was only available, I think, to a t- tiny portion of people on What Culture Extra. Mm. Shout out to Colton, yes. who still listens to us to this one of the day. the OGs. Uh, who was one of those subscribers. I think was an audio 
fan rather uh-huh. than a video at the time. Big fan of the uh, Raw Review and SmackDown synopsis, if I remember. The Raw, the, the SmackDown synopsis, honestly. I didn't like, let me get away with that one. Well, not just the alliteration, but I don't think now... I don't even think you could bring the word synopsis into a description of our SmackDown coverage. No. <laughs> preview or review at this point. Oh, a different time. Yes. Um, but it's going to be a similar one by the end of this year. I've, it's kind of, I put that online. I saw it. And I thought, well, we're born in Sigil of Dynamite. So that's fine. <laughs> um, but I thought, uh, this is my digital picture on a fridge, as it were. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm on the road to WrestleMania as an excuse. Where I need to lose, well, I'm in the process of losing weight to get to WrestleMania because I intend to put loads on in Philadelphia. Indeed. So it's really like a false start. But then when we get back, uh, that's get be, on the juice. Yeah, I might just get jacked. <laughs> might just get jacked. Looking at some pictures of the Ultimate Warrior this morning, and uh, well, I know how he did it. So if you follow those methods, <laughs> chicken and broccoli. <laughs> that's right. Those were the two things I was thinking of. And crush, um, crushing biscuits in your hand and smelling it. Speaking of jacked, but uh, from men who got there completely legitimately, The Rock is on SmackDown tonight. Oh my god! Greatness is coming. And, well, that's not the only thing. And so are you, yeah, yeah. I saw that graphic. I'm not going to go through this, but I honestly screenshotted that graphic last week and was going to tweet, and so is at Adam Wilborn. I swear. <laughs> that's how in sync we are with regards mm-hmm. to that. This is this is cool. Um, this is huge. It's massive. So it's not just a one-off. Rock's going to be on the next three, I think. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes called him out to a match. Uh, the Rock appeared on Raw on Monday in the like an updated version of that Blade Runner video package. In his attire. Oh, my God. Trunks and boots, Dwayne, right? I don't know what I like. Maybe they've added a pocket so he can put $7 in there. He's <laughs> um, got a new T-shirt. Got a brand new T-shirt. He's trademarked about 50 things that nobody else can say, so I can't use them anymore. He's trademarked his own finger symbol for the bloodline by the looks of things as well. He's a rude poop candy bomb. There you go. You didn't oh, trademark that, did you? tore him to pieces, didn't he, Cody? In amazing. So he's going to have words for Cody. Um... Potentially not very good ones. The thing about that T-shirt is, it's... So The Rock, right? I don't want to set myself up here. The Rock, understanding the assignment after the... All right, I'll take it from here. Infamous moment now when the We Want Cody and the Vegas pivot and all of that. I I want to believe in The Rock as much as, A, you believe in The Rock, and B, as much as I used to believe in The Rock when, in 2003, he was basically the only good thing about WWE, Mm -hmm. right? There was a man so confident in his ability that he could come back, put over Bill Goldberg, he could lose to the Hurricane. Just the most insecure headliner ever, right? Yeah. Um, And then there was this one week, like this one week where it was like, oh, he's not that anymore. He's become everything that he used to fight against. Yes. He is insecure. He is panicked. He's he's rattled by a few Hollywood misfires. He's come back to a safe space. It's not as he remembers it, and he's going to ruin it all. And he's pivoted. So is he just... Go it again. Like was it was the bit where we all went rock mate? F- off. <laughs> was that just a flash in the pan? I and, believe. And he's wrestling so. his safe space again. Him putting the t-shirt out where he's like, if you haven't seen it, it's a riff on the Batman and Robin slap meme. Yes. Where Cody's saying, "Don't call my fans crybabies," and then the Rock slapping him, going, "Your fans are crybabies." It's lame, Pat. A Cody twice now, like uh, has basically put bullets in the. Already bullet-riddled body that is Rock's patter from the past. But if he keeps doing it, that's heel stuff, right? Yes. Like, if he thinks, oh, you're wrong, Cody. I'm brilliant, in fact. Here's a, here's a get ready for another zinger. And you're just like, ugh, Rock, mate. Like, I, showed you, I showed Anne Louise the, the guys were breaking records again last night. And yeah. she was loving it. Fantastic, right? So he, 
he seems like he's got that measured. Um, he's potentially already seeded a like a swerve or a turn or a split when he, of course, pointed and said, you will leave WrestleMania as the loser or whatever it was, and he was pointing at Roman when he said, Cody, your story is just ending, the bloodlines is just beginning. It's like, wait a minute, that can mean two things. Uh-huh. So he set all that up if you want to go with that, but in the meantime, he's bloodline all that, he's put the L up instead of the one. <laughs> like, I want to see another they one of his... Jungle Killers or something. Killers in the Jungle. That's it, I always get it wrong. I want to see another one of his Versace shirts with the sleeves cut oh. off. Oh, my God. Like, I'm in. I'm just, I'm so in. I've got an idea, by the way. That's, go on. That's, uh, what is going on up here? I never know. Um, you remember when it was The Rock and John Cena? Oh, I recall it. And The Rock was, ah, I'm The Rock, like, mm. I'm the best. And then John Cena just came out and you went, is, is John Cena winning this? Yeah. Where he was like, I don't need catchphrases, I don't need hashtags, and I don't need my promo on my hand. Yeah. Like, and everyone was like, Oh my god! Yeah, really pulled his pants down there. I thought that was a work. I was always convinced that mm. was a work. Well, I'm not so much now, but I used to be convinced it was a work. Not tonight necessarily. Mm. But what if Cody goes, Rock? You always come out, and yes, you know the fans aren't your biggest well fans right now, um, but you always show how much it means to you. Um, you demonstrate that this always gets you so emotional. What's that? Um, Tupperware box full of ice cubes by the gorilla bit for. And he reveals that's how he gets goosebumps. Oh my god. Look, I don't know why it's Tupperware. Tupperware kind of undercuts it somewhat. I had no idea where you were going before. The that. rock's Tupperware, it says. It's just doing like it's got like two ice cubes, like he's rubbing the whole box on his arms. It's not working. He has to take two cubes and rub them on his nipples. Yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe, try this on for size of a bond. How does the rock get goosebumps? He watches a f***ing Cody Rhodes entrance oh. because that's what gives you goosebumps. Whoa! Maybe he watches Elimination Chamber because that gave me goosebumps. Yes. Twitter. Um, that'd be great. Uh, I, I, I think I, I'm sticking to what I said initially, mm-hmm. which is The Rock says, yeah, okay, we'll have a singles match. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you know what? We can have a tag, but only if you agree to a tag match, for example, at WrestleMania, and you still have to find a partner because this isn't official yet. We're getting there. That's what we're getting. Night one's obviously going to be the tag match. They've literally shot, like you say, in the WrestleMania footage, the four of them square facing off with yeah. each other. What are we doing if not that? <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I think The Rock says, yeah, yeah. tell you what, um, uh, either the maybe the maybe even the Friday before WrestleMania, although I don't want that to happen because I'd be so jealous of Phil and Simon Miller going to that show and me not being able to go. Yeah. Oh, what are you going to be at Ring of Honor? I think, I don't know, we're all over the place. I swear, I, then I'm again, gonna... I'm going to stand and deliver. Oh, you're, you're the next day, so who's the real winner? I'm going to be at the ECW Arena watching an ECW reunion show. You're going to be at Ring of Honor. Phil's going to be at Smart. Like, what culture is going to be spread across Philadelphia? Come and find us in any one of the multiple venues. I just wish there's a place where we'd all be together um, that people could come and find us. <sighs> Uh, that's annoying. Like, kind of like, almost it, like we are the company that can actually produce meat madness when we promise it, because we will be the meat in a WrestleMania sandwich. Yeah, people, you know, people want to see one of the only professional wrestling podcasts that's actually worth. A f- and they're kind of tired of the wrestling that puts them mid in midweek action, and they want to come to something big on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, it's always sunny at what culture taking. Bingo! We might even have a game of bingo. I, I can't rule it out. 
Card subject to change. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, you haven't got your tickets. We put more VIP on sale, and then they instantly sold out. So yeah, thanks to everyone who got those. Uh, but general admission tickets are still available, as Hamlet said. It goes down Sunday lunchtime, day two of WrestleMania, basically. Plenty of time. We'll be going over as well to get to night two of WrestleMania if you're coming to our show. Uh, Underground Arts in Philadelphia, midday. Whatculture.com forward slash tickets for that one. But yeah, I think The Rock's going to say, I'll have a singles match with you. And maybe down the line we will actually get The Rock versus Cody Rhodes, but they ain't putting that on telly. This isn't WCW. They're saving that for a premium live event. It would all be a trap for them to try and weaken Cody before WrestleMania, but thankfully Seth is his shield and is there to make the save, perhaps. You think there's or, a bit... Or, or Cody works that out because he's not an idiot babyface. You think there's a bit in switch coming, don't you? I believe so. Could they book that tonight? Could they say... Uh, the Rock didn't just... So you've got three shows, right? So The Rock didn't just come back to SmackDown to talk. Like, The Rock came back to fight. Like, when I slapped the taste out of your mouth in Las Vegas, it gave me a reminder of what it's like to slap the taste out of jabronis like you. Mm. How's your lips, Cody? Another successful T-shirt. <laughs> um, I want to put some boots to your asses. Yes. Another, another successful T-shirt. Um, I want to eat some poontang pie, but that's unrelated to the situation, but it's another successful T-shirt. <laughs> um, aye. And he says, yeah, I didn't just come back to... WWE to talk, and especially after I slapped your face, I wanted some more of that. I hear everything you're saying on the frigging rock. Like, let's do this. I'll, like, he, th- he almost like presenting it like he's calling calling his bluff. Like, I've seen your schedule, Cody. So, I mean, if you can fit me in, yes. Like, I can uh, I can meet you in two weeks on SmackDown, and they just advertise it. And next week, you've got the Rock there to cut promos. You've got him there to do like vignettes about how he's ready for it, and you set up a two week build to a. Like a TV match. They can sign a hold harmless agreement. If I cost you, if I injure you just before WrestleMania, I can take your spot. If I finish your story before you can finish it yourself, then tough. That kind of thing. Yeah, there you go. Like, uh, I guess, I guess we've got just the perfect person to slot in. Isn't that right, Roman? And Roman's like, yeah, yeah, sounds cool. And, uh, and they book it for SmackDown and then it's like a big, big rubes. Big, uh, and Cody's caught out. He thought The Rock was going to be honorable. And I don't think Cody's going to be that dumb. I think Cody, I knew exactly what you're doing. You're the bloodline. I've got Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, you can't you can't have Cody not being prepared for what a bloodline. Oh my god! Imagine if like The Rock just looks to the back mid match, like he's bumped the referee quite deliberately, mm-hmm. and he looks to the back, and oh god, here so, here comes someone in that hoodie. Who else could that be? Oh, it's Seth Rollins. Oh, Take this, not so less a color. I love it. God, I just bloody love this. <laughs> it's great. Best. I am on a half day today. We're recording this, and it's pretty much the last act I will yeah. undertake at work today. It, an incredibly short notice offer I have taken up to go to a gig in Manchester. I'm a 38-year-old father of two going to see Chase and Status. <laughs> what of it? Um, if anyone's going to the gig. Yeah, yeah. Say hello. Um, I might not be able to say hello back because I expect to be hammered to drink responsibly. Yes. Uh, but I won't be. Um, and then tomorrow, at some point on the way back, uh, I should point out, by the way, because this makes me sound like a complete ass. Um, I have arranged, I'd already pre-arranged um, some babysitting of mine and my wife's children this weekend as an early birthday present for my long-suffering wife. Let's get the weekend free. And then I was like, oh, yeah, but it's, I don't want to say yes to this gig. And then she was in the room when one of the friends pulled out. Uh-huh. And she heard the opportunity of, hang on. Like, the kids, <laughs> the kids are gone, and have the chance of getting you out of the way. The kids are gone, and the kid's gone. Yeah, take the ticket. So, like, this is very much, uh, like, there's just dubs all over the place here. Win, 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 win. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be travelling back tomorrow at some point. 
like rough as bowels, but still like child free till Sunday. So my Saturday evening watching or, watching Smackers on the phone. Oh my yeah. way back. Back of the car, but like forcing people to listen to it through the Bluetooth speakers. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, can I can I put it through the speakers? It's the rock. Got the Orcs cable. You understand, right? It's the rock. It's a great one. You remember him? No, the Undertaker still isn't that. Why do you ask? Put your ones up. Michael, I'm driving. <laughs> put it up. I'm acknowledging. Guess what my weekend plans are? Go on, hit me. Taking Eric to the promised land. Yeah. Honey, I'm coming home. Going back to Chesterfield for this weekend. The Chesterfieldians. Unfortunately, no home game this no. weekend. So we we're away at Dorking, but on television. So if anyone fancies watching it, <laughs> Wilborn will be in Chesterfield. Wilborn will be at large in his ends. My missus has booked his. We've got very busy. We've seen loads of family, mm. obviously, in Chesterfield, and we're trying to see everyone who haven't already been up to see Eric. So it's like 9 a.m. I'm going to see my. How does this work? Because you're already ordering it by time. This yeah. is a. Has it, what's the relationship? Second cousin? It's my cousin's kids. Uh, yeah, second yeah. cousin. I'm going to see him play football. Nick, he, who you've met, is my second cousin once removed because he? he's my cousin's kids. Uh, my my mum's cousin is his mom, so like you. she's my second cousin. Her <laughs> son, my cousin, is my second cousin once removed, and it would just keep going. He would have like a second cousin twice. Yeah, I don't understand it. There was a his. Girl- Daughter is my second cousin twice removed. What right. the hell is even there? You need a rock bloodline <laughs> yeah, yeah. thing at this point to be able to get that. So I'm going to see my second cousin play football, who's apparently he's mint. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jude, I'm going to see him on Saturday morning. You're going to see here? And, uh, and then at, on the lunchtime, I'm going to see my auntie, who's really excited. She doesn't really travel a lot, so she's really excited to meet Eric. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get there and go, there you go, there's Eric. Look, that's lovely, isn't it? Let's get a quick photo. Anyway, um, can you make me a sandwich and just leave me alone with my laptop for two hours? Because <laughs> you don't care about football. Neither does that my uncle on that side of the family. Uh, but I'll be watching Chesterfield because if we win that, we go 26 points clear. Well, the thing is, Auntie, what's her name? Glynis. Shout out, Auntie Glynis. thing is, Auntie Glynis, like, let's be realistic about it. Let's be pragmatic. Let's both spend time with things we love. Yeah. You, my gorgeous son, Eric. Me, my gorgeous Chesterfield <laughs> on this laptop. Catch it at five. Where's the harm in that? 26 points clear we'd be with 33 to play for. I, Brian, if you're listening, I think I've just hit upon, can you find a picture of a Chesterfield strike partnership of your choice? Google Chesterfield FC strikers and put our heads on it to... Uh, or just a picture of Chester the field mouse with two uh, young mascots with our heads on them instead. That's the one. That's better. <laughs> That's definitely it. As you were saying, Chester the field mouse, I was like, ignore everything I've said. Chester the, Chester the Field Mouse. He's absolute king of banter, that lad. Brian, uh, our SmackDown correspondent. Indeed. We try and get his tweets out for people to see. Because uh, some for some reason, I don't think everybody listens to this podcast. I don't get it. How would they know, <laughs> how would they know what's on SmackDown without listening to this podcast? Yeah. Might have hit an all-timer last weekend because he not only unearthed our prior koala-based patter. Of course. Revealing, ultimately, that we're total hacks. But also managed to find an image of the exact rugby players we named yes. in a game against each other <laughs> to put our heads on them. It was uh, Will Carlin and John Lumu, wasn't mm-hmm. it? That's uh, as Chester. <laughs> oh, God. Who's that rabbit that he's with? I think that was probably the JPT final that we lost, I'm going to say. I think that's Peterborough's. We lost that one. We beat Swindon. Who was Peter the Swind- Rabbit. Yes, probably. Nice. Yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense, doesn't it? Who was the Swindon manager when we beat them in the Johnson's Paint Trophy final Ooh. at Wembley? There's a Sunderland connection here. Yes. 
Swindon. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a clue. It's not an ex-Sunderland player. Uh, Tony Mowbray? No. Lee Johnson? No. I'm going through the managers here. Swindon? Ah, oh, Paolo Di Canio. Hang on. Bingo! His first management job in England. Yeah. I think we might have been his second. <laughs> and possibly his last. <laughs> Slid his knees when we beat the mags ourselves, all right. <laughs> Pretty much got a statue for that. Not what else went right. You're in obviously a very good mood today. Do you yeah. want me to improve it? Yes, please. Bailey and Dakota Kai taking on the Kabuki Warriors tonight on SmackDown as well. Oh my God. Great, right? So let's 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 address the situation as we see it currently. Scenario A: Dakota Kai is back wrestling. Mm. Oh my God. that's just fantastic. If yeah. that's the case, uh-huh. been out for ages, much missed. Wrestles. Uh, Bailey has an ally at long last, and the battle lines are drawn going into WrestleMania. Scenario B, mm-hmm. uh, Dakota Kai's status remains unknown, but this is all a vicious ruse, and she reveals that she is, in fact, with damaged Katarl, and Bailey is once again left alone. Now, what if, yeah, then maybe they don't pull it off tonight, but what if, and I'm not suggesting that they should do this, this mm. is just, this is premised on the fact that Dakota Kai is back to 100%, which would be amazing. Yeah. But in kayfabe, a la... Um, Hangman Page, of course. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, my knee's not back to 100%, but I'm going to work through it for you. And then she's not there for the tag when Bailey goes to the corner. Well, this is it. Scenario C is do they even need to pay off either? Yeah. Could you keep the mystery going? Could you have it where, or you could do the backstage attack in inverted commas. Oh. You, know, you know the rules of wrestling. Oh, yeah. When you haven't seen the attack. You have to question if it was a staged thing. It was with Joe and the Devil was the last one, was it? Yeah. Joe was down, and it turned out that he was in on it. Like, Mello, he's on, been on SmackDown as well. That's he right. loves a good backstage. He does, he's banging at that. Um, and he's going to pay for his crimes, isn't he? <sighs> on uh, Tuesday night. What's that show called again? Uh, it's, I believe it's called... Beep, beep, get out of the bloody road. <laughs> NXT Roblox. That's right. Yeah. I might stay up and watch that live. So, no I, joke. I, I cannot wait to preview it. So... It, Biggest show in the next seven days for me. Can't think of another one. <laughs> so, yeah, scenario A, B, and C. Sit, me and Sidge, no, no, before we get complaints, me and Sidge will preview AW Revolution later on today on a I podcast. I thought tonight's SmackDown. I was just going to cut people off at the past. No, look, me and Wilborn have done a... This is, not to, this is actually to advertise it, not to make people dread it. Me and you have done a full Revolution. Yeah, we've done a predictions, yeah. and then Sidge and I are going to do just a, like a rundown in the card later on today as yes. well. Um, yeah, so A, B, C, I guess, at this point. Um, always be closing. Or do they? Because if we are still left with a mystery going into like, because what I was going to say was, because last week when Dakota was like, I'm with you, let's, let's go. Even Bailey, now a sort of smarter babyface than she ever would have been first time around, having lived her life as a heel all these years, was like, all right. So she's, you know, she had a, like, hid the pipe ahead of yes. the damaged guitar. So like, she's thinking They've about They've not this. got thick baby faces anymore yeah. in WWE. she's thinking about it differently. So she, like, if Dakota Kai turns, there's nothing wrong. Like, pure heart rule. You remember that, Wilbon? Yeah. Pure heart rule is that a baby face just trusts. Yeah. So if they're turned on by a heel, then, well, it was okay of them. It was virtuous of them to trust. <laughs> but Bailey knew that damaged guitar were going to attack, so brought the pipe. So she might have it in the back of the mind. I trust you about 70%. Give me the other 30 tonight and we're good. Yes. But 
If Dakota can't do that for some reason, like the backstage injury, like the, ah, oh, my leg, I've tweaked my knee. You don't need to do the full-on no. reveal of a ruse or explain exactly what's going on. You just need to continue the the nervousness and the unease. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I'm scared to even predict it. But, yeah, there's one scenario where, on the build to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know why she'd say this, but Dakota Kai says, I'll be your paramour, Bailey. Oh, my God. Or she betrays her and says, Bailey, you've got no friends. You haven't got any buddies. Oh, my God. Or. Or I've I've heard your old entrance, and it sure used to generate a big poppy. <laughs> Didn't it, Eo? Something. Is he going to be a WrestleMania? I don't know. Um, all that stuff. Yeah. Or, pitching long term here, mm-hmm. what if, and this is, I don't think I want this to happen, but th- I'm just going to say it because then I can take a victory lap and say this is my plan all along. Yeah, of course. Uh, which I'd never do normally, mm-hmm. but obviously, you know, other journalists just spit out five different things and say, see, I did report that. So, um, and they're journalists apparently. Um, <laughs> what if they win tonight mm-hmm. and Dakota goes, why don't we fight for the tag titles at WrestleMania? And she goes, I've already got a match at WrestleMania. And Dakota's like, come on, Bailey. I sided, I sided with you. So. And other people are doing double duty over WrestleMania weekend, and the betrayal happens in the oh. tag title match. And then Bailey wins the, the actual yeah, no, that's right. yeah. I don't, the only I problem, don't sure if I want that to happen. I'm just putting yeah, it out there. The only problem I have with that is, that, like, at this point, you could basically do, like, night one as an entire setup card for night two, couldn't you? <laughs> it's like, tomorrow night on WrestleMania, it's going to be uh, this guy versus maybe her, and him versus possibly them, but we don't know yet, because June for Ned one. It's called WrestleMania kickoff. It's in the entire first <laughs> yeah. night. Um... I've got uh, another bit of fantasy booking for you. Go on. Let's say Dakota uh, does, like, reveal that this is all a plan. Sides with damage Kataro. Then you've got, let me just check my uh, numbers on this. You've got Dakota Kai. One. Eosky. Two. Asuka. Three. Kyrie. Four. You've got Bailey. One. Looking for some help. Uh-huh. Right? You, of all people, shouldn't have overlooked this, but I'm so excited you did. Who the Kabuki Warriors got in their sights as well as Bailey right now? As of, let's say, hmm, Tuesday? Oh! Uh, Bird Person and Tay and Paxley. And I who? forgot about they got the tag title match, haven't they? Yeah. And who, in just an all-time, oh my God, smash the button, rip it clean off, has got links, not just to Bird Person, Lyra Valkyria, very much a hero figure to Lyra Valkyria. Uh-huh. But let's just say a fellow... <laughs> Horsewoman. Charlotte Flair. No. Uh, what? <laughs> Becky Lynch, of course. Oh, my God. You know, like a last-minute four-on-four ahead of WrestleMania. Oh, bloody, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, especially because then Tate Paxley can cost her team because she betrayed my rock. <laughs> yeah, she's like, and like Bailey and Becky. Not Be- the friends! Bailey and Becky, like, you really should have seen this coming. We've been watching NXT, like, it's very apparent. She's become a real menace. You've, you should have called the authorities. And she's like, I did call the police. No, not the NXT Keystone Cop. <laughs> Police gimmick that we've just invented. The actual shoot police. Call the police. Here they are. Breezango comes back. <laughs> uh, let's look at the rest of this card. <laughs> it's like just some kind of, I'm Johnny Law. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's look at the right of this card, uh, Hamlet, because we also have a few that's still going, and I'm still into it. It's still good. Uh, I just it might need a little bit of something added to it. Uh-huh. We've got a street fight yep. tonight between Carlito and Santos Escobar. Well, it needs one thing added to it, and it's Rey Mysterio's yep. fit knee, doesn't it? Like, I don't mean to be... I, I, My name is Fitney, and I'm good to go. That is unbelievable. That's... Well, I mean, I was going to call it trash, but what I really mean is let's save this one for the awards for me. <laughs> um, right, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I've derailed you somewhat there. Haven't I? Uh, completely, not somewhat. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I uh, it's not often on this podcast that we pat ourselves on the back, except all the time. And mm-hmm. I'm very much <laughs> DIY esque with that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't. This year's not been as exciting as last year for Santos Escobar. Fair. And I think he's having a little sort of bit held in place, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I'm going to call this. He's Currently struggling with a case of undisputed kingdomitis. Okay, There's, there is kind of his raison d'être, which will be translated a backlash, uh, <laughs> is out of the picture. Like I know that like MJF had to go. Like he had sent the undisputed kingdom around MJF, but it was really weird how they had no plan B for when mm. he was injured. Again, uh, we've joked about it. It's like, oh, we beat him up. What job do this? We separate. <laughs> we go our separate ways. We'll give you love and they're done, right? <laughs> The whole point with Santos was there was a follow-up, which was the breaking up of the LWO to form the new Legado del Fantasma. Mm-hmm. It's just a bit cold. Mm. Like, we've had, like, multi-mans. We've had Carlito being this sort of new, but not particularly inspirational, new leader of the LWO in Ray's absence. It's all very substitute teachery, And I think Ray was and what do you give a teacher? An apple a day. We didn't even write that one down, listeners. <laughs> you think this is scripted? Just riff city. Um, <laughs> 12 pages of bollocks. I'll feed you the uh, apple line. Yeah. And then we'll Ask me what a koala's dick looks like about 20 minutes in. And then we'll head home. <laughs> uh, I, I just think it's not quite... 
sparkled in the way I would have liked because I think Santos was doing all the right things as well. I, I don't even really fault the booking, but you can just, on these WWE shows, what with everything being so hot all the time, uh, you can kind of <laughs> just spot the things where the crowds go a bit quiet. Yeah. And truthfully, that's been the case with Santos Escobar, and it wasn't at the end of last year. So I'd like to see Rey Mysterio back as soon as he's able. Otherwise... Do you think that could be tonight? Do you think it could be? It's oh, a well, street fight, yeah. no rules. Legato get involved. The LWO, uh, the brilliant... Spill out into the car park and have Ray turn up in a low rider or something. Yeah. Like, ju- just uh, that bit of creative flair. We're so close to WrestleMania now. If it's not... Right. If it's not happening at WrestleMania, if Ray's not good to you, then... Do you want one-on-one right now or would you have a multi-man? Yeah, one-on-one, I think. I want a multi-man because I want, I want Wild to get that spot at Mania. True. But I would say how that's going to play out is... Um, like the big brawl at the start, crazy spots, and it settles in. Okay, ring, yeah, that's right. And then everybody sort of dealt. You know, you like you use the baby faces to chase off the heels or whatever. Um, Carlito, if you're going to have a Mysterio in your corner, I'm going to have Mysterio in mine. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the one. I'm a brother wanker. I'm a brother wanker, me, but I'm on. I'm not on your side, my deadbeat dad. <laughs> um, aye, I'd I'd like him back now. Otherwise, time to maybe think about it happening elsewhere. Mm. It's we were talking about this. Back in like a lot of blood feuds, well, yeah, but like not just that. Like we were talking about this at the back end of last year when he did the turn and going, "Oh, great, WrestleMania it is then." Yeah, but then when the knee injury is legit and you've obviously got a surgery timetable and a uh-huh. rehab timetable to think about, if it's not on the cards for Mania, don't put it on the cards for SmackDown. I don't know how he keeps Santos like hot if he's not in a Mania. It's really difficult for a wrestler to be hot at this time of year if they're not involved in the WrestleMania program. I get that. It is difficult to have them on television. Like, the one wrestler that would come on screen and be like, and you know what? Like, yeah, big show coming up. I'm more excited about taking you on a backlash. That's a pretty hard sell. Yes. But if it's not happening with Ray, wrap this LWO stuff and have Santos saying, I would have fought him at WrestleMania, but I guess he's too weak and the LWO finished and maybe I'll do something else. Like, have him speak like it's in Mm. in the past and then have him, like, forget about Ray a little bit until after WrestleMania. We'll see. Still holding a candle for Santos... Well, that doesn't work, is it? You want basically Santos and Dominic versus Ray and Bad Bunny is what you want, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Carlito. I think you have a Carlito. Uh... <laughs> nah, I, I, I think that'd be great. But yeah, if, uh, if I think I factored Andrade into it at one point <laughs> as well. If Ray's not back anytime soon, I, it's just... Um, one thing we haven't had a chance to talk about in all the madness of the last week or so, Braun Breaker! <sighs> First of all, poor Dante Chen, but what, a debut, what a debut that was last week. Fantastic. People haven't seen this. It's like two minutes. Yeah. Go and check it out because it is quintessential Brom Breaker. It's the um, speed muscle TNA match, but with a jacked <laughs> Steiner child. Uh, it, it was perfect. It was... So when they... If you're new to Brom Breaker, because you've only just seen him on SmackDown or maybe his little dalliances with Dolph Ziggler the other year, mm-hmm. ultimately with NXT... As a baby face, they kind of like the 2003 Goldberg him a bit, didn't they? Like he had all this intensity, but then they were a bit like, slow it down, kid, grab a hold. Yes. And it wasn't, by the end of his run, it not only was that not taken, it was getting him booed. Mm. So they turned him heel. And what looked like was going to be- We all thought he was going up to the main roster. Yeah. I remember sitting in the airport, in fact, with mm. Phil and Nicholas last year and going, oh, uh, Breaker's not leaving NXT. He's just turned heel on. I think it was Mellow. He just lost the belt to him, hadn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the and fans I, had decided he was they were going to boot him. Because I was like, oh, well, he's going straight up. Roxanne Perez is going straight up. You know, TIFF, et cetera. Um, and they've they've kept them on a rotation. And I, I think it couldn't have been any more beneficial for Braun. Yeah, what's happened this time is that they, 
the heel turn that they were forced to do because of their booking of him as a bit of a boring face resulted in him getting nasty. And when he got nasty, he got fast. And when he got fast, he threw what instantly became the best spear in wrestling. Yes. And when he started throwing that, eventually people started going, I'd quite like to like him again because this guy kicks ass. And then you have this like improbably fantastic tag team with Baron Corbin as the Wolf Dogs. And he's just, yet again, the, the best baby face turn, the best baby faces are the ones that are turned organically from being heels. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with Swerve in AEW at the moment. There's just, there's an extra magic in the air when fans no longer want to hate the person. It's wonderful. It's a nice feeling. And Bron's right there and he's delivering the type of physicality that is going to continue to get him cheered. He was given the Brock Lesnar spot at the Royal Rumble. Yes. So we were told... Quite the, literally, yeah. ...the Brock Lesnar spot for WrestleMania was going to be Gunther. Now, I don't think it's as simple as, well, in steps Bron, right? Mm-hmm. However, could he get a match, the billing of a Brock Lesnar-sized match, now that it seems like we've got a raw multi-man, something or other with Gunther? Like, this feels like there's a a Brock Lesnar-sized space on that card that a, Gun, that a Bron can fit into. Yeah. Like, who might want to just rattle his cage. Not the one that uh, Rick Steiner was putting on an XT. <laughs> Not a literal dog cage. Um, but who could annoy Bron Breaker enough on SmackDown that suddenly you have this showcase, get in, three minutes, kick ass, get out, WrestleMania match? Theory? Fine. I mean, I'm assuming then they're probably heading towards something with him and Grayson bloody Waller because Grayson keeps letting him get his ass kicked and not doing anything. But if they're not, if they're holding off on that, or they even want to make that the final piece of like, we'll do that when we go to say France or whatever. If one of them's like weirdly over in France or something, like Baron Corbin, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they're watching Bron Breaker. Just he's probably I don't even know if he's in, in action tonight, but it's sporadic. I'd, I'd have him on this show because all yeah. the eyes are going to be on it with The Rock, etc. Um, yeah, running through. Sorry, big body happy people like that. That the people that they use another squash yeah, yeah, just run through someone again. Who hell's that dude? People on SmackDown are like, yes, he's only beating local competitors, jobbers, whatever. I don't want to face him. And then Grayson Waller's like, you should face him, Austin. And Austin's like, I'm, I'm good. I think actually. What is going on in here? Know, man. What about if Bron? Is it has a couple of those squashes mm-hmm. and instantly the SmackDown audience says, "God, this guy is absolutely devastating." Uh, nothing on the WrestleMania docket for him, but he's clearly devastating. Uh, and he's backstage on uh, SmackDown and he has a little chat, let's say, with them. Um, SmackDown general manager can't remember his name. Can't remember now. He's, uh, he just says, "Look, it's, it's, this has gone really, really well. Maybe we should get together sometime and talk about WrestleMania." And uh, Bron's like, "Yeah, yeah, I've got. Uh, sounds good, boss. But I've got a lot on like that weekend as well." And he turns to his right, and because it's doing to be the camera pans to the right, yeah, we can't see his eyes. Doing nah, that. Nah, nah, nah. And he looks down, and he's brought his belt with him from NXT, mm-hmm. right? And he's brought the tag title, and the SmackDown general manager can't remember his name. Stay tuned. Nah. Is uh, yeah, you do, don't you? Like I'm aware there's stand and deliver the night, like the the day of WrestleMania night one, and the night before night two, it'd be a be a big day for you to have to defend your titles maybe twice in a day or twice in a weekend. He's like, I know, I know, I know. Um, but I just, I've come to like really love this belt. Like this belt uh, represents this team with Baron. It represents like a different kind of achievement than my mm-hmm. first NXT title win. It's kind of been the making of me. And uh, and like, as much as general manager can't remember his name, stay yeah. tuned. Is like, I can see that. Yeah. And you see like the, um, like the Bron thing on the belt. And then all of a sudden you hear from one corner, 
Side play check. Yes. Pretty deadly. Waltz in. Are just disgusted at Bron Breaker's iconography on the side yeah. plates, the belt, and challenge him and say, You're not such a crybaby coward. And you're, uh, once you're done with stand and deliver, if you want to cross the car park and see us on night one of WrestleMania, we'll happily give you a WrestleMania moment to be proud of. And basically, the cowards want the wolf dogs to wrestle twice in a day and, like, Potentially pick the bones of whoever, like once they've retained at Stand and Deliver, they then go on to WrestleMania and pretty deadly are fighting out. Like, I want a vignette of Bron and Baron in their gear, like appearing behind you when you're doing your What Went Down from Stand and Deliver. Like, I want to see them walking. <laughs> we were looking, my cousin sent me an aerial of how close the buildings are. They are, are. ridiculous. Stand and close. Deliver in the WrestleMania Stadium. Want a vignette of them in the gear walking, like Rocky, surrounded by all the locals. Yes. Taking their NXT titles into WrestleMania. Pretty deadly in all their WrestleMania refinery, fresh as daisies. Back Worn wolf dogs, it's like we're gonna kick their f-ing asses, <laughs> and like Bron just like spears the pair of them. It's end of days, it's the whole deal. I like that. I like they also like the idea of them offering that match and Bron Breaker in his own way. I'm not even gonna attempt Bron's voice, but him saying, Yes, boy, as Bron Breaker, yes, boys. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot, really like that. And no one's ever worked NXT and then mainly the same day, sure. Since well, how we've there's been two, hasn't it? There's only been, yeah. I love that you've been, like, you'll have been to every standard deliver in the yeah. rich history of the WrestleMania oh, weekend yeah. standard deliver. Don't miss it. First first ticket I book. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's not happened yet. No. That'd be great. History makers. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, speaking of uh, Elimination Chamber fallout, mm-hmm. numerous things coming off the back of it. Um, Bobby Lashley arguably could blame the Final Testament for yeah, him will. losing the Chamber. Um, so maybe more stuff with them. LA Knight, yeah, yeah, is going to be like AJ Styles. You flew around the world. <laughs> what? How dare you? How dare you, Wendy? Um, well, I looked on a, on the screen on the plane, and it was a red line. <laughs> people said I was taking a risk because I could fall off the edge of the world, but then I remember, no, we live in a big glass dome, Stall. <laughs> I don't mind those long haul flights. You know, I keep myself entertained on the flight last week. I bought the Jaguar. <laughs> so presumably, now it's going to be like, I'm going to kick your ass. That's setting up a WrestleMania match. I think so. Unless like, they're all folded into the other thing. The guy that I sense more and more you're coming around to saying this about. Hey, 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 hey. You all right. About Logan Paul, have you seen the exclusive yeah, footage? It's so good, man. Just like, explain for people who haven't seen. So, if you didn't watch Elimination Chamber, why not? Western Australia looks lovely this time of year. <laughs> um, they booked a spot where Logan Paul, a proper RKO out of nowhere, he thinks he's cleared everybody out. Uh, he's got the brass knuckles on, mm-hmm. he's ready to use what is already like a steel powered punch. But with brass knuckles on top, he stood mid-ring, posing, soaking at the moment. Orton just flies out the corner with an RKO, defeats him. Logan Paul's been eliminated. You proper forget about him. In the match, again, he's rolled to one side, and you proper forget about him to the point where when he fires back, screws Randy Orton with a brass knuckle shot to the face, giving basically rolling out the red carpet for Drew McIntyre to win. You're like, Logan Paul, you absolute bastard. He, They've just shot it really well, so you never see that he's ne- never left the cage ultimately. But now he's revealed... Firstly, there's a new shot of the arc out of nowhere, and it's even more out of nowhere than the first time. Yes. Amazing. Second of all, he has revealed that in order to stay put where he was and 
plot his vengeance, I guess. He said he couldn't walk. <laughs> no, I'll never walk again. Uh, I can't move. I can't move. My back's broken. Off this RKO, the whole deal. Um, which is double great because Orton selling off the back. Yes. And looking like he absolutely could not move and giving everything for the RKO. That was a proper, I've got one kill shot in here and I'm going to use it. That plays into, uh, like, Logan Paul getting to say, mate, you got lucky once. I know that the Viper strikes, but you are an old man. Look at me. Mm. Like, well done. Well done. You got a lucky shot. I'm like, in my prime. Don't give it to your kids. Like, I, uh, not to mention Jeff at ringside. <laughs> he gives me a place to put my chewing gum. <laughs> like, I really like that singles feud. Ernest, I never thought I would say this about Randy Orton match heading into WrestleMania, but I really like the idea of that singles match. I do. Like, AJ LA Knight gives you time to go to the toilet. It's a busy show. But <laughs> Orton, Logan Paul, I think could be a bit of sports entertainment magic. Yeah. I think Orton's, not that he would slow it down, but Orton doing the big Orton spots with the gaps for Logan Paul to fill with nonsense, I think could really work. Or would you rather, like, a multi-man ladder, and you've got... That gets KO on the card. It does. You can put you can put uh, LA Knight and AJ Styles in there. You can just have them be, be a part of that and just take each other out, a la, well, KO and Sammy back in the day sort of thing. I'm into it if the Gunther match is a singles match. I think... I, I, I really like the idea, and I'm going to try and find this tweet, and I apologise if I can't find it in time. But someone sent us where it's like... Gauntlet or multi-man match night one to determine who faces yeah. Gunther night two, and obviously Gable wins that because I think that's far preferable. Although I can, as I said on the I think Raw review, I can see them going. That's the way we take the title off Gunther without him actually hate it. Lose. Yeah, I agree. Hate it. Um, uh, multi-man with Brett Bossy said Gauntlet match night one and Gunther IC title match night two. So thank you, Brett, for that the other day. No, I like that. Um, at least getting the singles match with Gunther. And if that's the case, and it is a singles match, I think you can do a multi-man with Logan. Um, he's uh, he's good in stipulations. He's good flying around. You can Everyone gets a bit of a chance to chill, I suppose. In the meantime, because mm. we have got The Rock on this show, you know, yeah. put two and Bailey and... Does The Rock go first or last? Last. Uh, and then... <laughs> yeah. Last purely because A, he's The Rock, and B, there's no chance of him talking for so long that they have to cut something from the show. They love that um, production thing at the moment, don't they, where you see the guys arriving with the clock in the background. Yes. Big night tonight, smack down here, so and so. Rocket turned up at 5 a.m. for some bloody reason. Just like Paul Heyman stood in a car park and he's got both of his phones in his hand. Oh, yeah, I've got a double phone. Yes, yes. And suddenly both cars appear at the same time and meet up in the middle. It's like The Rock's car and Roman Reigns' car. Whose doors he opened first? Uh, neither he gets Jimmy Uso to get out. Yeah, one first door he opens is for Jimmy. So and, hold, and hold Jimmy has to open both doors at the same time. Jimmy, Jimmy Uso, picture this: two cars parked diagonally, noses facing each other, uh-huh. convex, mm-hmm. chevron shape, and Jimmy Uso has to stand in the middle, <laughs> grabs hold of both door handles. And then does the pose from the Roman graphic. Ooh, ah! Because the way of his arms move. The doors slide open. And then that becomes a bit, right? So, like, he does that next week on SmackDown. And it's like, oh, right? And then he does it the third week on SmackDown, which is the week we said where it's going to be the Rock versus Cody in a singles match, definitely. Yes. So he does that, and it's like, oh, Jimmy Uso's here to open the cars. But he goes, ooh, ah, the door's open. Nobody comes out. Why is that? It's because Jay Uso's in one of the middle <laughs> of the tricks. Or he attacks Jimmy beforehand. 
to build to their match, and so Solo has to do it, and he accidentally pulls both doors off the car because he or doesn't know his own strength. He attacks Jimmy, and he attacks Solo, and then he does the thing in reverse, and he holds the doors shut, <laughs> and you can just do like the Rock and Roman going, mm, blah, let me out, let me out, like that. And Jay's like, no. Um, so my pitch... I've, I've stopped the bloodline. I don't anticipate Logan Paul being on the show without being advertised. Yeah. Randy Orton doesn't know that, and Randy Orton is, um, if I remember from his past history, uh, clinically insane. Mm. He's going to be fizzing, obviously. He's going to go to the uh, SmackDown general manager. I forget what his name is. Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, and he's going to say, I want his ass at WrestleMania. And he's like, uh, yep, you got it. <laughs> and he's like, I'm still going to kick his ass beforehand. And you do the stone cold, I don't know who ran, well, in this scenario he does, but obviously the stone cold, I don't know who ran it over with the car, but I'm going to kill everybody. The Viper strikes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But the Viper, he's walking down a corridor, and all he sees, I'll let you shoot this, but it's WWE, they'll find a way. All he sees is an arm with a bottle of Prime in it, and he just runs around the corner and RKO's whoever that is. And he does that on several occasions to the point where they're like, you need to stop, otherwise you can't have this match. Could we have him, like, smashing up vending machines? (laughs) (laughs) He sees, like, Prime in them, and he just, like... Smash and tips them over and like chucks prime out. He's like, it's it's Randy Orton's May nineteenth. There's a bottle of prime. Do you know when he um? <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Do you know when he um? Really, really unnecessarily overstepped the boundaries of his feud with Bray Wyatt and set fight the house. <laughs> yeah, you should go to the prime factory and set it alight and then do the pose in front of it. And they put a prime in it. It says it even more alike. <laughs> yeah. It's massively flammable. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes in flames. Green flame. Like, oh! Green flame. Yes, the flames are the colours of the bottles. So this week it's like a blue one, next week it's yellow, then the next week it's the green one. And uh, don't forget there's a grape flavour on Judgment Day. That's right. And then Dominic's there like, I'm all right, wanking me, I'll put the fire out. <laughs> He's there with the purple extinguisher. <laughs> check the Simpsons t- tyre fire. This week we're going to check the prime <laughs> fire, how that is going. Well, lots to look forward to on tonight's episode of SmackDown. I mean, you've got The Rock potentially answering Cody Rhodes' challenge. You've got Bailey and Dakota Kai versus the Kabuki Warriors, a street fight between Carlito and Santos Escobar, all the fallout from Elimination Chamber. We might find out what's next for Bron Breaker. And, of course, presumably Randy Orton is going to be on the hunt for Logan Paul, Michael Hamflit. The SmackDown preview. It's got all this and so much more, including entrances that get big reactions. Let us know your thoughts ahead of tonight's show on X at What Culture WWE. Watch they can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. As I said, me and Sid will be back later on today to preview AEW Revolution and you got Wrestle Culture with a hashtag Bloody Good Quiz coming your way later on today. But for now, this will be the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamflet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 